There is nothing wrong with your internet. Do not attempt to adjust your settings. We are controlling the podcast. We control the squealing and the screams. We can make your heart flutter, your eyes blur from tears, or sharpen your mind to crystal clarity. For the next hour, sit back. We are in control of what you hear. We repeat, there is nothing wrong with your settings. You are about to experience the awe and mystery known as the female mind. You are now entering the Fangirl Zone. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 17 of Sci-Fi Talk on the Fangirl Zone, a podcast where we discuss shows on the Sci-Fi Channel. I'm Sean Fangirl S. And I'm Steve, and tonight we'll be discussing episode three of Winona Earp. Oh, you got a little excited there. Just a little. <laughs> Your voice is cracking because of Winona. I mean, she is pretty sexy, so, you know, <laughs> I can understand. <laughs> Episode three, Leaving on Your Mind. It sounds like it should be a song. Yes, it really does. <laughs> Carpenters. <laughs> three three revenants go into the city to cut off an innocent murderer's hand and then steal a diary belonging to a deaf-mute poet. Winona and Xavier soon realize they are preparing to cast a spell, which will let them go over the line. That is the weirdest synopsis I know. <laughs> and i looked all over the place to try to find something better and just could not <laughs> an innocent murderer's hand it's like wait an innocent murderer isn't yeah. that isn't that an oxymoron <laughs> just a little <sighs> yeah this one was oh my gosh it, it was really starting to ramp up and i've been talking to a few people which you and i have talked about this and the fact that some people didn't like the beginning, right? Like the first episode. And you know, I I have already told people, okay, give it to you know at least the first three because it usually starts revving up. Now I like this from the go, yeah. And you did, and we talked about this with another show. <laughs> but I think if you were kind of iffy that this episode would have really put you into it because there was a lot of special effects happening. I think there was a bigger storyline than we've gotten so far. Sure. So I'm hoping everybody's giving this a chance because I mean, we really like it, but I'm hoping everybody else does too. Yes. All right. So let's jump into it, shall we? All righty. So. Yes, let's start with, uh, actually, let's start with the deaf mute poet, <laughs> because that's kind of where we start. We don't know about the innocent murderer's hand. This is the, this is really weird talking about it this way. Uh, well, we see a few revenants, and the one seems really twitchy. Yeah. In fact, I'm just going to call him twitchy for the rest of this episode. Speedy twitchy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they're at a time capsule opening. Yeah. And there, I can't even remember where they were exactly. It was within the triangle, but it wasn't officially in purgatory. Right. So they go to open it, and this very beloved poet who lived there had left her diary, and these guys decided to take it, and we have no idea why. And then Twitchy, 
decides to be all like, I'm feeling a powerful need. Can I do it? Can I do it? And I'm like, what is this guy doing? Yeah. And next thing you know, here comes a big Bowie knife and he's, you know, stabbing the crap out of a guy. I, I was really surprised because it was a little more bloody too than I was expecting. Yeah. Yeah. And this guy was just like totally over the top. And I didn't understand why he was being, and we do find out later, but why he was so twitchy and kind of drug addict y. That's <laughs> <laughs> the best way to put it, I guess. Uh, turns out he's a revenant that's been put down a couple times. And every time he stays, stays down in hell a little bit longer, and it makes him a little crazy. Indeed. So, oh, I'm sorry? Indeed. Yes. But he was also mimicking, what did she say, a hellhound? I think that's remember? what she I, said. Because he was moving really fast, which right. we haven't seen them do. No. But we also find out that this guy, Twitchy, was one of them that took Willa and her dad. Right. I know his dad. So as soon as she finds out, you know, about this guy, she's ready to, you know, go after him right away. But of course, they don't know what's going on. So Xavier wants more information. And this whole time, we also have Willa. In the, I'm sorry, I always call her Willa. Waverly. Waverly. I, uh, she is finding other information out that is very interesting. Yes, she does. After her little uh, presentation. At least she's really being a part of the team. She has all of her banker's boxes full of her research and I love they have it all up on what we would I would consider a murder board, but to figure out who everybody is, what revenants may be coming back, with what information that she has, right. and it's actually pretty useful. Oh yeah! Now it would have helped if she had the entire list that she did have, but apparently, good old Henry got away with that one at least. Well. I'm wondering, and I'm just going to put this out here now. Do you think he can get that book back because of where he threw it and the fact that that revenant is gone? Or did that revenant like suck that book into himself? Uh, yeah, I think he's the book's gone with the revenant. Uh, I thought maybe it was like in the domain. Yeah, no, it, I guess it is possible that it's still down there okay i'm totally i have to skip to it because i'm super excited because we were right yes because it turns out that henry is doc holiday and waverly aha i got it right (laughs) waverly figured it out because she had her suspicions that he was somebody that you know they probably knew yeah because she just thought it was weird. Then she finds a picture because all of a sudden as she's cleaning up her her pile of stuff, she's like, where are you going, Doc Holiday?" grabbing her 
picture because it falls out and you could have just seen all the air like getting sucked out of the room like, at that moment. <laughs> and so she keeps trying to find out if he really is without asking him, even though she has the picture, so she has proof. Right. But eventually, he breaks down and, and tells, but not her. No. <laughs> but, I mean, he had to figure out that she knew because uh, she follows him. Because he, of course, slips up, too, and says, oh, what was it? That he's living in an establishment owned by Bobo. I forget the last name. Right. And that it's not a place for ladies. And I think that kind of, you know, set off the light bulb more than anything with Waverly because Bobo, who was her imaginary friend, which wasn't so imaginary. So I think she's freaking out too that this person who she thought was her friend when she was little is actually there and is doing bad things. Yes. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Let's go back to the innocent man's hand really quick. Right. Just really quick. The three revenants kind of just run up to the guy who's sitting at a bus stop and chop off his hand. Right. I should not be laughing about this. But you're sitting there. Okay, if anything, he probably is like, oh, my gosh, I'm going to get mugged. They took my hand. I don't think that's something that you're prepared for. No. Ever. No. No. <laughs> so weird things happen and we don't know what's going on with these guys until later. And Winona happens to be at the graveyard. Leaving flowers for her sister and her dad. And it, you know, she's talking to the headstone, which, you know, that's something that we do. Yes. Not totally unusual. Right. And we're getting some information because apparently they never found the bodies. Because she happens to say that you're not even in there. It's just a casket with sand. Which makes me wonder other things, you know, can they possibly come back then? even though they weren't killed by, you know, white or, but isn't it something about being killed by the gun? Right. And she shot her dad. Yeah. It is possible that we could see him again. Just a thought. I mean, obviously not Willa because she was taken and we find out again later that they didn't kill her right off, which... No. That, even though it was just a second worth of content, that makes my heart hurt because I'm wondering if they're going to play that up later. Right. I I definitely think we will deal with that again. Oh, Probably at Bobo's discretion because that's probably the one who made sure it was a slow and very cruel death. I don't want to know. Well, it turns out that Champ is back in this episode, too. Is it just me, or is he just the goofiest, like, character? Oh, yeah. yeah talk about a character. <laughs> right. 
That's oh all he is, is a character. <laughs> there is no redeeming values to that character at all. Oh, my gosh. I wanted to slap, slap him, seriously. I know that sounds horrible, but, I mean, you guys all seen the episode. Come on. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm talking about. And it turns out that... Short, wait, Shorty, right? Yes. I'm like, what? All of a sudden, I'm like, salty? Wait. <laughs> Nope. One of those days, guys. I'm lucky I can speak right now. Uh, turns out that Shorty is family to Champ because he Shorty just mentions like something about how much the ring is costing that he's Champ's got to pay back, and I'm like, wait a minute, what? Yeah. I don't remember them mentioning they're engaged. No. So that's interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I have a feeling that will probably be a little too late <laughs> coming. Yeah, because um, how do I put this? Hot has the hots for. Uh... <laughs> and Waverly seems to be not turning away. Yes. So you never know what's going to happen, but I'm still worried about who hot actually is. Yes. Okay, that sounded like a tongue twister. <laughs> <laughs> yes, oh I'm still concerned too, because did she come from the big city that they were in or somewhere else? And if it is the big city, as we found out from Waverly's information, the triangle actually cuts through that city so she could actually be a revenant. Oh, that would be horrible. Yes, it would. <laughs> See, I was thinking it could be something else, but Ooh. shall I give my my thoughts now? Oh, get the tin hat out. <laughs> well, we've suddenly heard who Doc Holliday is searching for is somebody called the Stone Witch. Right. Why couldn't Hot be the Stone Witch? Ooh, nice call. <laughs> that would be really weird. I mean, it's possible. Anything's possible. The way it's already kind of... Some of our shows have gone. <laughs> exactly. So, just, just wondering, because later on, we get more information that the Stone Witch has given these crazy three revenants, which by the time we get to it, we're down to one. Information, which you need these these things, the innocent murderer's hand, the dire, the voice of a deaf mute, and it turns out to be, what was it, a loveless heart? Right. Which ended up being a heart locket that they ended up finding. In and Correct. Of an old bank. Weird that they leave anything in it, but you know, I don't know how small towns are. No. And it's a spell that they have to do, and they should be able to cross the line. Yes. Well, Twitchy ends up killing one of his own revenants. Yeah. He's, oh, seriously. As he's screaming at him, I know the information. It's like, and, and the one revenant, who I really wish I remembered these names right now, 
is looking at Winona, and Winona is looking at him because she trades herself for hostages. And except they keep two of two of them, being right. Champ and Shorty. And Winona's like, "What the hell is wrong with him?" And that's when we find out things get a little weird when they keep going down. Yes. And he's like, he's been down a lot. Well, guess we're down another person. Not a big deal. And I wondered why earlier, all of a sudden, Twitchy's like, I, I called dibs. And he's talking about Champ. I thought he was going to eat him. <laughs> I really did. I thought that it was going to be him trying to eat him and really weird stuff happening. I'm like, okay, is he a cannibal? We've seen Stranger Things happen again, not necessarily this show, no, but several yes, have. <laughs> So I don't know. I mean, they're zombie-ish. Right. But well, it I made perfect them. sense that they needed a, a human host to get their spirit across the line. Right. And here's where I'm going to come back to, to my theory here. Because they're sitting there, they're doing the little you know, a spell, non-twitchy, because twitchy finally annoys the other guy so much he puts him down. (laughs) He's like, oh, I've been saving that last bullet, which is sad because I thought they're supposed to be friends, but apparently he's just too annoying. (laughs) So he he does the spell. He ends up, you know, his very supernatural ask when you had the black smoke coming out. Right. And every other show that we see him. But I mean, they have to show it in some way, right? Right. Goes into, it ends up being Shorty. Right. And Shorty had actually been shot. Or not shot. I'm sorry. He was hurt. Yes. And so he's bleeding and he's bleeding out. Because um, Champ runs away. And he, oh, God. <laughs> Champ, again. Was it just me? Because I wanted him to just get hurt at that point. <laughs> I'm a horrible person. I'm telling you. Because she's like, Go run, go get help. He's like, okay, wait, should I should I wait and do this? She's like, go. And you know, like five minutes. He would be the worst person. I would have just kicked him in the face. I don't know. <laughs> but like, if you don't go, I'm gonna hit you. Yeah. I'm gonna hit you so hard right now. So the spirit of the one revenant, remaining revenant, revenant, sorry, goes into Shorty. And this is when we're getting information again about what happened to Willa, which is just like a second's worth of content, but it was rough. Yes, it was. And Shorty's trying to fight it, but the Revenant's like, there's my ride. Yeah. And there's this giant pink Cadillac. Uh-huh. And whoever's in there, because we don't see who's in there. No. Is not like getting out of the car, is not freaking out. It's just sitting there. Mm-hmm not caring that there's this fight that uh she she ends up getting her gun back because uh, xavier comes and uh gives her her gun because yeah. he was tra- tracking her because something that was a really weird moment like he yeah. puts his <laughs> hand up to her ear and i'm like okay that's kind of weird because i was hoping they weren't trying to make this like super romantic all of a sudden right like we have no background this is too weird yeah. And ends up it was a tracking, like, chip. So he finds her, he gives her a gun, and she's, like, fighting. And she ends up having to kill Shorty. But the person in the car never gets out. No. 
And after she shoots Shorty, the body of the revenant all of a sudden like does a little does a little melting thing and back into hell. Right. And then that car is still sitting there for I'd say a good 10, 20 seconds, and then it pulls away like no big deal. Right. That's why I'm like, this person knows what's going on. Mm-hmm. We have no idea who this stone witch is that's working with no, them. We don't, but it's somebody Doc sure wants to find. And I feel like if it was Officer Hot, you know, she's obviously can't let them see that it's her. Right. So she would stay there, see what happens, and then leave. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. <laughs> like, who the hell was in the car? Because I feel like somebody was probably like, I can zoom in on my TV and look at it and see. What... You're not going to be able to see it. No. They did that purposely. Yes, they did. Just like with The Walking Dead. Don't know who they killed. Okay. This is the same thing. You're not going to know. Right. But but this is my best theory. How many pink Cadillacs are there in that part of the country, though? Which I'm assuming is something. Right. Which is, I'm assuming that's something they're going to be able to follow. Right. It stressed me out. It really did stress me out. Okay, and I've totally, like, taken up all the talk time. Go ahead, Steve. (laughs) Throw in any tinfoil hat or anything you want to talk about in regards to, uh, I'll say Mr. Doc Holliday. Well, we opened the episode with um, Winona and Doc in the bar, and if you ask me, she was hitting on him big time. I think that was obvious. And I don't even know if that was called hitting on. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's more throwing yourself. Like, oh, girl, please. Dial it back a bit. Yeah. <laughs> Just a tad. <laughs> huh. And I love it because he's like, you're not my type. I don't know why I just channeled um, <laughs> a whole different version of Doc oh, Holiday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I'm so sorry, everybody. I apologize. <laughs> you all Daisy, if you do. Go ahead, Steve. I'm gonna stop. <laughs> and of course, Waverly comes up and. Um... Gives her quite a hard time for uh, being so forward with Henry. And it was interesting that Willa just kind of let it go instead of uh, putting a slap down on uh, Champ there. (laughs) Wait, which one? Could you? I just. I infected you because you said Willow. (laughs) (laughs) See, we've changed her name. (laughs) Willow's the one that died. The oldest one. I am so sorry. (laughs) I don't know why I want to call her Willow so bad. Waverly, Waverly, Waverly. 
Uh, yeah, well, Champ is just. Ugh. Okay, I'm moving past Champ. Go ahead, keep talking. Ugh. Yeah, now, Waverly also is kind of taken aback a little bit by Dahl's comment that this isn't really my first uh, demon rodeo. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, right, because she doesn't know the situation that Winona knows about right. the other city. Yep. Oh, and I definitely think that's something they're going to keep her in the dark about until she pushes, and then they'll maybe tell her. But he does notice there at the end that Hot has the hots for uh, Waverly, even with <laughs> uh, Champ just slobbering all over like practically humping her leg (laughs) and i think even at that point waverly's like just stop yeah you could see it in her face enough was enough right (laughs) yeah because he's just like i don't trust her what's her name and she's just like hot and he's like, huh? <laughs> yeah, oh, God. He's not even one of those characters you should just be mad at. It just, the, like you said, he's a caricature, and it makes me want to punch him. <laughs> God. Exactly. Now, of course, we don't want to forget one of the best lines um, of the evening was... Um, while they're about to get started with Waverly's uh, presentation, and Wynonna goes, I want them to tremble with fear before me. And Dolls goes, uh, You got powdered sugar on your nose. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's kind of hard to look like a big bad if you're. You know. you got a little uh, sugar on your nose. <laughs> <laughs> oh, goodness. Now, what did you think about Doc and his uh, little uh, tete-a-tete that he had with uh, (laughs) Bethany? Well, he... Wow. Okay. Like, I went to say something and that image flashed in my head when he's talking about his prowess. It's like, ah, Okay. Uh, I guess it has been a while, so you can't exactly fault him for it. Right. And he said it would actually piss off Bobo, which makes me wonder who this girl is to Bobo. I thought it was just kind of a hanger-on. Yeah, a groupie. <laughs> yeah. Makes me wonder if it's supposed, if she's supposed to be something else. Or you just think it's because he got one of the groupies. Probably because he got a groupie. Okay. But apparently he didn't have too many qualms about sleeping with her. No. Just Winona. Yeah. But of course, at this point, he had been lying, lying, not lying, (laughs) lying to her about who he is. So maybe that's what it was more than anything. 
Because at the end, when he does finally reveal himself, I kind of had the feeling he wanted to reveal himself. <laughs> yeah, like, well. but, and of course, because Bobo is not going to tell him anything about the Stone Witch unless he gets all buddy-buddy with the Earps. You just go, this could go so horribly wrong. Right. I'm kind of torn as to, is he doing this to get in Bobo's good graces or to get into Winona's good graces? Mm Mm-hmm. Or is he still playing his own agenda? Uh, He's still playing his own agenda. There's no doubt in my mind about that. Three episodes in, and I'm like, what is he doing? Yeah. <laughs> yes, we have very little faith in anything that that doc says or does right now. Right. I want him to be on our side. I want him to really help the girls. Mm-hmm. He'd be a but great ally. Right, but we don't know what he's looking for exactly. All we know is it's the Stone Witch, but we don't know what what she's done other than what I think we've talked about. We're assuming that she cursed him, and that's why he came back. But he's not dead. He's not like one of the Revenant. So maybe it's not so much a curse. Time for the tinfoil hat. Maybe... Whoever the stone witch was, did it because she was able to see that this particular heir was going to need help. And that the only way to do it was to put him in the situation. And now I can take my tinfoil hat off my head. (laughs) What are your thoughts on that? That could prove to be interesting. Um, I should write for sci-fi. Yes, you should. Which basically my extent would be like, listen, guys, listen, listen, this would be cool. <laughs> that would be the extent to be like, and now go write. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'll give you ideas. You write them down. <laughs> right. Like, I suck at flushing this out. So who do you... Who do you think it might be or why he's in the situation? That's a, or do you just think it's too early still? Yeah, I'm having a hard time getting a real good guess. It it could be anybody. I mean, it could have been his first wife. It could Ooh. be Wyatt's first Wyatt's wife, for that matter. Interesting. Because I know originally you had said you thought it was either the second wife who was the actress. Right. Or it was because he slept with the second wife. Right. So it's interesting we'll find out because they don't always come back the way they looked before. Right. Oh my gosh, what if that's Officer Hot, like I said? Yeah. 
if she's a stone witch and that's who actually cursed him and all this time she's right in front of his face and he doesn't know right but she knows now i'm getting a lot of what ifs yeah but she knows all right, I gotta she stop. knows exactly who he is and that's why she keeps well she wasn't there to try to push him into helping no not yet yeah hmm maybe this will work out if we see officer hot pushing henry in any way to help I mean, it justifies it. Mm-hmm. It might. Oh, my gosh. I know we ran through everything really quick and out of order. Because that's how we are. That's how we roll. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So I think we ran over every little piece here and there. Yeah. I think we touched base on just about everything. Hmm. All right. Well, good stuff. we want to know what you guys think. Yeah, good stuff. Somebody let me know. Fangirlzonepodcast at gmail.com. And there's a lot of you guys tweeting during this. Yes, there is. So if anyone's interested and want to join Steve and I, you know, make sure you shoot us an email. Fangirlzonepodcast at gmail.com. Because we would love to have you guys on. Talk about it. Absolutely. All right, Michelle McKeever, it's your turn. <laughs> we got to get her on. Yes, she we always... do. She's been on Nerd Element twice, so we need. she needs to come on our show now. <laughs> We're calling you out. Yeah. <laughs> All right, everyone, don't forget to rate and review us wherever you find us. iTunes on the new Google Play podcast. Um, Podomatic, if this is over on Lisbon, Wherever this is, if you just listen to it on fangirlzone.com, good ratings help everyone else find us. And if you're enjoying it, we of course want to know that you're enjoying it. So shoot us emails, shoot us a uh, tweet, Twitter, (laughs) shoot us a Twitter, shoot us tweets at I'm at Jedify28 and Steve's at Sally or Steve. Right? You don't have any numbers. Nope, no numbers. You think I would know this? I text, I tweet at you all the time. Anyway, uh, again, check out everything at fangirlzone.com. We have contests going on, and we want to hear from you. And we have shopping links and stuff and things. So Steve's all over the internet. Steve, tell them where they can find you in the myriad of ways. (laughs) All right. You can find me on the C Word podcast, an Orphan Black podcast. You can find me on Witness Prophecies, a Sleepy Hollow podcast on goldenspiralmedia.com. You can eventually find me doing Felix's Helixes, an Orphan Black podcast on southgatemedias.com. You can find me doing Sports Night on Hollow Nine. Uh, Terry and Jennifer and I will be doing Wayward Pines over on Hollow Nine. You can find both Sean and I on the Pod Doctors, a Doctor Who podcast. Which sadly we won't be doing for a while because yeah, there's until, no Doctor until Who. Next uh-huh. year. <laughs> that makes me sad. Yes, it does. Extremely. <laughs> but you can always find the Hollow Nine broadcasts also on fangirlzone.com. 
So you can find Steve over there too. Yes, you can. All right, everyone. So for episode 17 of the Sci-Fi Talk, I am Sean Fangirlass. And I'm Steve. And until next time.